Patriots and, and the Bills. We're going to come to the Patriots now. Um, key storylines for me this offseason would be, they're, they're, I suppose, the return of Bill O'Brien. And we saw last year, and this time last year, Colin Brighty called it out on the show around the fact that this, this storyline has kind of been introduced around. It wasn't a storyline, but it really was. And um, Mark, one of our former uh, colleagues on the show, kind of dismissed it immediately as there's no storyline here. Bill Belichick knows where he's doing, but he didn't know what he was doing. And at the end of the season, he corrected it and brought in Bill O'Brien. And Mac Jones last year, there was you could see the frustration. He just didn't seem to be sure who was calling the plays at times. And he was a bit erratic. And I think to having the two guys there didn't help his development. So I'd imagine a bit of an upward turn this year. And they have brought in some really strong players offensively. He's done quite a lot this, this offseason. Like you've got um, Ty Dez coming from Miami. Um, and let you pronounce Karma. The name escapes me. Big guy that Mark Cochran used to look. Um, Gazicki. Gazicki. Yeah. Gazicki. Schuster's coming in from the Chiefs. I mean, they've done their. I'll start with you, Colin. Like, is it a case of Mac Jones was the concern last year? We saw the quarterback scenario where he was in, he was there, which was the zappy experience. Like, if the offense is to return to winning ways in terms of putting up good numbers, are we going to see a kind of a reverse to form in terms of the Patriots being more productive and, and back challenging for this to be? They'll be competitive because they'll always be competitive under Bill Belichick. But and and getting O'Brien in is a good move, right? He's, he's a very good offensive mind. Now he didn't overlap um, with Mac Jones in Alabama, but you 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 know they both products of the the Alabama system as such. So I imagine um, that you know you will see Mac Jones take a step forward. Last year was very bizarre. Right in in all of the decisions that Belichick made, that decision to at one stage pull, um, you know Mac Jones, and then Zappi comes in. The crowd go bananas up until Zappi is terrible. So nobody really knew what was going on. And you know, while obviously you need, you know, your there needs to be accountability. You need your quarterback to to step up when they don't know if you're going to pull them mid game or not. That doesn't help anybody. So it, it will be interesting to to see, I suppose, how how they do. And yeah, they, they have added in some pieces, though you wouldn't say any of those pieces are absolute superstars. Um, and you know, serviceable work on like we we'll see the the piece where they're very light is, and they brought in um, Calvin Anderson from the the Broncos, but you know, you you would. I wonder in terms of the, there are two starting tackles. Um, I suppose our, our guys who Trent Brown, Riley refs have missed time in the, in the past. Now last year, they actually in, in various, they didn't, but would you counter them doing that again? So that, that is a piece where um, there are some concerns. I, to me, yeah, Mac Jones will be better. Yeah. The offense will be better. We know the defense will be, should be decent, um, but will will it be good enough? Connor, did they go very defensive heavy in the draft? Um, Connor touched on the trade with the Steelers, but Christian Gonzalez was a player that was expected to go top ten. Again, out of Oregon, he, he falls to seventeen at cornerback, and, and one thing the Pacers have always done quite well is. You know, they find these quarterbacks in the them, they turn them into the great players. And then, funny enough, and Conan rightly called it out, I think, about a year or so ago when Jackson went to the Chargers, they seemed to go off and get the money somewhere else and never seemed to lay out to be the same player in which they were on the, on the page, on the Belichick. 
Keon White was a guy in the, it was expected to go first round, he goes second round to the, the Patriots. You've got Matthew on there, a really strong nucleus there with other players that can really that can do a good job. Like is it very much reliant on this offense because the defense you would imagine going to Hotel will play well enough to keep them in the games. Like, like the different large parts of the last season. Yeah, I think so. And look even with the decent defensive performance last year I mean they didn't really get the maximum out of some of their role players strangely enough Matthew Judon looked a little bit off at a time towards the back end of last season certainly wasn't producing the same level he was when they went on their uh, unlikely playoff run the previous year and um, yeah I, th- I think Bill O'Brien has to make a difference on on the offensive side of the ball as well she's like the Matt Patricia experiment just didn't work out at all it probably counts as one of the worst calls Belichick has made uh, in his time there and um, that just really fell flat in its face, and and you could see the you know what it did to to Mac Jones. You know, it, he he was so frustrated, and then he was picked up a, a couple of times with pitch side microphones, kind of given out about what he was being asked to do, and it really threw him. And this this is a player who, in my opinion, has you know quite a high floor, but probably a low ceiling. Like I think you get you know a, a serviceable level of Mac Jones, and at times he can elevate his play and do some special things but probably not consistently enough to, to 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 make a ripple in terms of the elite quarterbacks that are in even in that conference never mind in the in, in the league as a whole um so what you need around that then is some some real dynamism and some proper scheme and, and you know crucially some some weapons which Belichick's always loved his tight ends and he loves his two tight end sets and Gazicki definitely looks like a patriot he looks like the kind of player that you can see thriving in that offense and and with Bill O'Brien who memory serves me was the guy who had Hernandez and Gronk in that you know fearsome tandem and um, back in the day when they made their Super Bowl run that just uh, just fell short that one particular season and um, so yeah and they've got Smith Schuster in as you say so they, they look a lot better set on that side of the ball and yeah the, you, you get a you don't have to squint too hard to see the Patriots get into nine and eight right that they, they, they seem to be able to do that in their in in their sleep and um, whether you get any more than that, then is, is 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 the question because that's not what they're in this for. They're not in this to be mediocre. That's not who they are. That's not what their culture is. That's not what Bel- Belichick is all about. So, um, as you say, one of the things that will be his his legacy is his ability to develop players. You know, I've said it before. We always talk about draft and develop is the sustainable way of success. But people overweight on the draft, and you got to hit in the draft. It's not about hitting in the draft. It's what you do once you get the players in the building the good locker rooms the good cultures the consistently good teams Cedars, the ravens the packers the, the 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 patriots obviously are the ones that you know turn those lumps of coal into diamonds and and, and chisel them out over a year or two and you know you, you forget as well it's not just about who they've drafted this year it's who they drafted last year who's going to take, take a step forward this year because that's what they do that's what's made them who they are so you're looking for the players that that, that are already around and have another year under their belt to step forward and and the players who, young and young and all as they are, are the leaders in that locker room, like the Judons, to find their best form. And, you know, you, again, we talked about the Jets and how you're betting against history, expecting them to suddenly turn it around and be be champions. You know, you're betting against history, expecting the the, the, the Patriots to be chumps, even though it was an under, underwhelming season last year. They still have a lot of pieces there that you could assemble a, a very competitive team from. And, you know, you're not going to bet against Belichick doing that. Conor, you touched on there, was there really good players in their own way in terms of who they brought in in free agents they don't have kind of a standout number one wide receiver at the time of recording DeAndre Hopkins still hasn't so I've read a particular team and last week there was a lot of noise that he was going to so the page just hasn't materialised it may come around again would you see him despite kind of time he's had in Arizona as that kind of player that could come in and be the guy the number one wide receiver that they really require or is he going to be another guy that would share 
I suppose the slot that plays and the, I suppose the looks from a quarterback standpoint, um, or will he become the vocal point of the offense? That fair to say? I, I think he'd be very much the the number one if he if he was to to go there. And we've seen Belichick bring players in before towards the end of their career, and he you know pretty successful in in terms of, of doing that. Now, um. We remember also, though, a couple of years ago when they went out, remember they spent a huge amount of money in free agency. And obviously that, re, you know, didn't didn't really work. So, um, you know, you have to be careful. But I, I think Hopkins could make a lot of sense. Now, at the time, as we were recording this, I see there was a video of him in New York today with people speculating on the, the Jets. Um, but I mean, look, it's it's silly season. It's um, who, who knows the the other piece is obviously like their their running back room is going to look very different as well, and that's something that where they've traditionally kind of you know done running back by committee, and uh, they kind of did that maybe before anyone else. Um, but they've moved on from some, and they brought in um Robinson, who was down in Jacksonville, and. At one point, looked a, a very good running back, um, but then in, injuries seem to, you know, like it. It's really difficult to know what exactly it was. Was there more to it than injury? Because uh, at one point, he, you know, even after coming back, he he seemed to be doing okay, um, but he really fell off last year. He went up to the the Jets, and even after the whole injury. Uh, I think he he ended up like playing only maybe four games and he like less than a hundred yards total in those four games. Um, Patriots bring him in and he doesn't even last until the end of OTAs. So uh, let's see. There there are still you know lots of, uh, of um, players out there on the the market. So and you know we've seen guys who started. Um, you know, on practice squads, end up doing um, a job in in terms of running backs. Um, but I I do I do think you know that they, if Hopkins was to come in, that that would be a really legitimate kind of number one because I think Smith Schuster is he's he's no longer the player who I think at one point with the the Steers he had like nearly 13, 1,400 yards in, in the season at one point. I don't think he's that type of player. I think he's very solid at number two. Um, but, I, but I do think Hopkins would make a big difference for this team. Yeah, and we're interesting. We'll probably come to when we speak to Bills. Damian Harris, who was really productive, uh, running back for the Patriots, now signed with the Bills. So it'll be interesting to see the impact of that within the division. And we, we, we did a few games, so I just call them, not necessarily pitch, but just call them their schedule. They start with the Eagles at home, the Dolphins at home, and the Jets on the road. I mean, Connor's given the win against the Patriots. I was only against the Jets in week three, but Connor, there's a scenario there where you can see them losing all three games. Jeez, the, the computer really hates the AFC East this year, doesn't it? It <laughs> <laughs> all start with with horrific schedules to begin, um, which you know is, is interesting enough when you're when you're measuring up that division. Maybe maybe three and three after six games isn't a bad place to be in the AFC East. They may all be taking taking wins off each other and taking scalps. Yeah, absolutely. Tough start to the season. And uh, the Dolphins is the next one up. They uh, 